What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. In today's business breakthrough, I sit down with Tim Moran, and he is a 25-year house painting veteran who, at this point, is looking to get out of the brush. And you know, one thing that was a little bit interesting about Tim was is that he has a best friend that works alongside him, and he still feels the need to be on the jobs because, in most cases, whenever I'm helping contractors, I'm helping them find somebody that they can trust to take their place. So this was a really good episode to help him see really his responsibility in getting the people on his team to really take ownership for their roles within the company that only he can create. So this was a good episode if you're looking to create roles and systems in your production, which I totally encourage you to do so and uh, really just helping him see the value in what he already has. And hopefully it'll get him out of the brush. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Business Breakthrough. I'm here with Tim Moran with Picture Perfect Painting in New Jersey. I'm here to listen, man. Why don't you just start by telling me what your business looks like on a day-to-day basis, and we'll see uh, see if we can get somewhere with that. So, I mean, right now, basically, I mean, we're staying busy, um, but we're small. It's just myself and two other guys, Okay. and I need I've to be smaller. on the job. Yeah. Um, you know, I've heard it smaller, but at the same time, I mean, we're, we're better off where we are now this year than when we first started. You know, last winter was – it was rough for about a month and a half, two months. And, you know, this time around during COVID and everything, we're still able to work straight through um, 40 hours a week, sometimes more than that. Gotcha. So, gotcha. So you're actively painting every day. I'm actively painting every day. Okay. And, and, and you have two guys that are currently working for you. Right? Yes. Uh, I have two guys, um, Jamie and Devin, Jamie and Devin. Which one's the which one's the one that's been there the longest? Jamie is my foreman. He's been there with me from day one. Day um, one, good guy, somebody you trust. He, he's actually my lifelong best friend. Believe it or not, I love that. So love that. you know, awesome. he cares about the business. He takes things personally. If something ever was to go wrong, he would take that as well. You know, as bad as I did. Gotcha. And are the, are the guys working today? um today no we're not um we're just in between we just finished a job up early yesterday actually okay so it was kind of tough trying to line something up for today That's okay so. are you guys um are these guys uh employees or are you paying them 10.99 um jamie's on the books he's you know he's an employee and um devin he started a little bit later and he's a 10.99 employee 1099. right now are you looking to make that transition soon i am yes okay um so Going back real quick, just kind of just, again, identifying, uh, you know, where we're at with everything. So you guys are doing residential repaints only? Um, we do a little bit of residential and commercial, really. Um, okay, a little we, bit we get more residential than the commercial, and I would love to get more into the commercial field one day. Okay. And 
I just kind of want to get an idea of where your where your jobs are coming from. What's what's that look like? So when we first started, I started advertising with Angie's List. Okay. Um, I paid forty five hundred for the year, and you know, I got for the year forty five hundred for the year. That was a long time ago, right? That was last year. Man, the price um, must have went up with them. How did that work out for you? So it was a good return. Um, I brought in thirty four thousand. So, oh, you brought, oh, you, so you tracked it. Yes. Good job. So, yes. um, so where else is the business coming from? Um, the two things, like I, I, I do subcontracting to work for two companies as well. Um, you know, I'd like to get away from that just because obviously lower we're margins. Doing, exactly. Um, yeah. but they tell us flat out, you know, we're the best that they have. Yeah, you know, our products you show up yeah, on time. True. Yeah. Our product does speak for itself though. We, we yeah. do phenomenal work. Yeah. Um, I think right now it's just, I need to do more in order to get us to the level that I want to be. Gotcha. Um, I can improve on my estimating. Gotcha. Uh, you know, there's certain areas where I can improve so and I, everybody I, so can. Lead sources right now. Are you, you're still affiliated with Angie's List, right? I'm not actually. Um, so you had a good return and you shut them off? Yes. And I know that that could be a mistake, but the way I was looking at it was that I don't need them at that time. You know, for the price that I was paying, I was thinking that I didn't need their services, that I'd be able to just get my gotcha. own leads. Gotcha. How's that been working out for you? It's, it hasn't been too bad so far. You know, my name is getting out there more and more, more referrals. Okay. More pearls, um, that helps. So, but I have been given some thought lately to maybe contact the Angie's list again for the upcoming spring and summer. Yeah. And then, um, all right. So let's dive in here because the biggest problem I see right now is that you're painting. Okay. And I want to kind of give you some context on some of the people that I've helped where they are and where you are. And when I, you know, do, do these coaching sessions and somebody says I'm painting, first thing we need to do is find a, find a Jamie. Right. That's, that's what I tell them to do. And, and that's hard, right? It's finding somebody that actually cares about your business that you trust with customers that you believe in to be somebody that's actually uh, a facilitator on the job. That's there to help you because they, they love you as a friend, you guys, lifelong friends, you know, so he's not, you know, he's not going to skimp you. All right. So that is the biggest hurdle right there is finding a Jamie and you have it yet. You are still painting. Why are you still painting? Well, why are you still painting? Because I think, let me wait. Let me just uh, one more thing before you answer that. Because if you didn't paint, the, how many jobs did you do this week? One one job for the week that you guys um, finished yesterday. We actually did three jobs this week. You did um, three jobs this week, and we're at Friday, and the guys aren't working. Are you paying them today? Yes, you are paying them to be home today. Yeah, um, actually, believe it or not, Jamie's right outside getting ready to. We're working at my house today. You're working at your house today. Yes. Okay. But you know, I, I try to do things like that. If they're, you know, we're in between gotcha. the job, I, I create. Pay but, for but, it. but here's the thing. And this is where I'm getting with this. The way I see it is this, you have something great in Jamie. I don't know this guy. All I know is that he's been by your side, working alongside you. You kind of took something away from them by being on the job, right? Because you created, you know, I know that you were trying to help and get the job moving. You're making profit and wage at the same time. You see what right. I'm saying? Like yes. that wage needs to be assigned to them. They could have been working on the job this week, but you came in and you helped them and got the job moving too fast. Okay. okay. Because I know as a business owner, if I want to move a job, 
I could show up to a job that I know I could help finish and stay till six o'clock and, and get it done. But guess what? The guys don't work the next day. And then right. I, I got to find jobs around my house to keep them busy. That's not how that's not a sustainable business. Think about mm -hmm. it in the shoes of Jamie. I don't know this guy, but I'm just putting myself in his position. You know, he's grateful to have you to, to be putting, you know, giving him a job today. But what about the other guy? What about him? Is he getting paid today? Yes, actually, he is. So you paid him for today? Yes. You shouldn't have to be doing that, right? It's better to pay somebody to actually be doing something than rather, you know, them to be sitting on the job, sitting at home. But we're, and this is just an angle I'm taking because I just want you to see that if you didn't work this week, there'd be work today, right? Correct. You know, so, and ultimately the same amount of money is coming out of your pocket, right? Yes. Might as well let them get better at their job instead of hanging out watching. He's probably sleeping right now, you know, and that's a you know a nice day off, but I don't know how frequently this is happening. Does it, does it happen often? Where um, it have not, no. I mean, normally, like I said, we're, we're got, we get to 40, sometimes more than that, Good. you know, we'll work six days a week. So it's not something that happens often, but at the same time, I totally see what you're saying. I get it. And I know you're right. Yeah. You know, so, so, yeah. So let's just stop there. And, and, and if it doesn't happen often, that's, that's fine. But again, the fact that it did happen where you have somebody so trustworthy, so good at managing a project. My thing is, why are, why are you on the job? What is that thing that's making you feel like you need to be there? Is it speed? Is it control? What is that for you? I think, I think the speed is one aspect of it, you know, and, um, I just, you know, I guess I feel like I need to be there. Okay. And what's that need? I want to know what that need is. Cause go deep and just, just try to think for a second. Um, like, I think just, you know, so I have, the, you know, yeah. The final visual of the you final know, visual yeah, this passes. Right. Right. The final visual. Like, okay. So that's called supervision, right? right. Final visual supervision. When you're painting, you're not supervising, you're focused on your task. So throughout the day, you should be, you know, um, you know, you should be pretty much, you know, on one specific task and you're not really looking at the final vision. The final vision has, happens within the last two hours of the job. You and I both right. know that. You're, nothing, yeah. yeah, you're right. Nothing's going to, nothing's going to, you know, cross you, you know, if you're there within, you know, between the last two hours of the job, right? You're going to see, oh, you didn't do that. You didn't do that. During the job, it's just a bunch of, you know, it's a jumbled, mm -hmm. you know, everyone's running around. There's prep work happening. There's all these things happening. Putting pieces to the puzzle yeah. together. So, so quality control is what you're after. And that is a supervisor's job, right? So right. I know that ultimately I don't have to be there from 8 a.m. To, to 2 p.m., they're going to prep the jobs. They're going to, and, and again, remember you have Jamie. This is a person that you trust to, he's working throughout the day. He's not sitting down. He's not, you know, on the phone, hanging out. You know, this guy has your best interest in mind. He's a manager. He's somebody that you trust. So if you have somebody that you trust doing these things for you, then from eight to two, you have to back up, man. Because you're, you're actually going to be more effective with quality control if you pop in on a job at 2 o'clock rather than being there all day. Okay. Don't you, don't you see how yeah, that would, I, how that I, would yeah, be beneficial? Yeah, definitely, definitely makes sense. You know, so... so and I every time I do, if like, because lately, you know, there has been times where, you know, I'll tell them I'm not going in right away, you know, or I might not show up today, I'll be there tomorrow. And when I go there, the job looks like I want it to look. 
Looks like no, you they, to look. they, they do do a good job. So that's it. So, so what I want you to understand is the hierarchy of, of the roles in your business, right? Because you wear a ton of hats. If you're a business owner, it's important for you to understand that. Okay. So let's, let's start there because I, I think that you have something so good in Jamie, but you have to also look at time's ticking, man. This individual needs to move up. Okay. Right. And, and there's two ways to help somebody feel valued and give them uh, give them purpose what in what they're doing in their work. Okay. The first thing is of course, giving them a raise, right? More money. What does more money come with more responsibility? So the right. set, it's one of the two more responsibility or more money. And usually that comes in, in both, right? So if, if this individual is told that he's in charge and then you're always on the job, you know, maybe, he doesn't feel like he's in charge. He doesn't feel like he's in charge. I know you, you tell right. him he's in charge. Hey, you're, you got this man, but you're there kind of just like holding his hand the whole time. And he's not able to be in charge. And he only has one other person, which you're probably telling what to do while you're there. Correct. That sense? So like, you're always going to be in this cycle until you allow this individual to make mistakes. That's a big thing that you're going to have to understand. It's like, if he makes mistakes from eight to two, you're going to be there to catch him from three to three to four. Right. You know what I'm saying? And here's the thing. You see this? This phone right here? See that? Yeah. Dude, in the beginning, when I walked away from my jobs, my guys got five to seven calls before 12 o'clock. Hey, what are you guys doing here? Hey, tell me what your plan is here. So, like, if you need that reassurance, because again, you have the experience, you know that a job needs to do this, 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 and this. If you need that reassurance, communicate. You know, we got mm -hmm. apps, we got phones. Hey, take a picture of what that looks like. Hey, can, can I get a progress picture? I asked my guy, yesterday. Right. I had a younger kid who I hired a month ago. Two guys had to, had to take off yesterday. I said, Hey man, you're in charge. <laughs> but <laughs> was I scared? No, because I called him after that. Said, Hey, send me some pictures of what you're working on. Hey, how's it going, man? Is the customer happy? I was there. I was quality controlling from there my without being there, without being there, you know? So we have so many resources now to allow us to step back. And, and what, what did that do for him? Kid's 20 years old. I could tell he's trying hard, man. He, he, he has some fire in him to do good. But what if I said, hey, man, I'm going to be there uh, to make sure you do a good job? What would that do yeah. to him? You know, what would that, you know. He's going to be thinking in his subconscious. He don't, that you don't trust him. Exactly. And would it, in, a, in any relationship. I don't know if you're married. I don't know if, you know, I'm sure you've had yes, a I am. <laughs> in any relationship. If the other person on the other side of that relationship doesn't feel trusted, what happens? Yeah. Leads you to know, a breakup. There's, <laughs> there's a breakup or they're demotivated or they don't feel they, they that's, that's a bad thing. So don't think that just cause we're in a business relationship, you know, there's, there has to be a certain level of trust. Like, you know, if, if every time your significant other went to the store, uh, you know, you went with them, you know, to, you know, just in case, you know, they messed right. up, right? Like it's the same thing, you know? And it's like, you got to let go because Jamie might be that type of guy that's loyal to you, man. It's very, very rare to find right, someone that loyal and wants you to succeed, wants you to get the glory. It's your business, but he's there to help you along the way. You've got to have that balance of, I have to help Jamie grow individually because he's only going to make us better. He has got to learn how to be a, a, the best possible leader and the only person in charge of, of maintaining that growth is you. Right. No, I, I get it, what you're saying. You know? Makes total sense. You know, but guess what? He's outside working at your house right now. Right. Mm -hmm. 
How many yes. times did you go out there and check his work? None. None. Why? Because I trust it's going to be good. It's going to be good, right? <laughs> Why right. is it any different when he's working for your customers? Why is it any different? Hey, you, you said it earlier. It's the control part. <laughs> it has to be control. Yeah. And um, just the control. You know, and I knew coming into this, like, there's, like I said, there's stuff that I need to improve on. It's, it's yeah. me, you know, it's me and I need I also to do that. Believe it's a, I also believe this, this is what I believe is also, it's not just all control. I don't think it's all control. I think that you were a painter for a long time. 25 you years. Weren't in sales. You weren't in marketing. You weren't in business administration. Okay. So your natural talent is painting. painting. You aren't right. as confident to fill your day up with marketing, with sales. 100% so, true. So by default, you go where you're comfortable. Okay. You're going where you're comfortable, right? So that's kind of like, how do me. we break out of this? How do, how how do, do we, I get, how do I get more comfortable with the how do you, everyday how do you administrative get, sales, all that? Right. How do you get more comfortable with that? Well, the first thing is, I'm not telling you that you need to leave the job. I'm just giving you a promotion. I'm mm. calling you a supervisor. What does a supervisor do? You're a supervisor. So, so I'm giving you a promotion in your own business. You are now going from lead project foreman because Jamie wasn't the foreman. You were the foreman. Right. Okay. You are a supervisor. You are only allowed to go to the job in the morning initially to introduce yourself. I know you love doing that. I okay? do. All right. You need that initial interaction. It says a lot about you, the owners here. And what you do is you step back and you just talk to the customer and you say, Hey guys, you got it. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Right. And you you're building that sales. My friend got you. Is that you're doing it. You just don't know you're doing it. You're sitting there talking to an individual. Hey, Oh, so you excited about it. Oh, this color is going to look great. Oh, th this is great. Jamie's awesome. He's going to be in charge today. I'm going to call you probably around, I don't know, 12 o'clock. Just make sure everything's going good. And then for about 30 minutes, you're chopping it up with the customer right. and then you leave and you go and, and we'll talk about what to do during, during that time period. But at two o'clock you return, you're, you're the eight, you're the eight to two guy. You're eight and two. That's it. You don't come during the day anymore. You can't. You yeah, gotta, that is definitely what I want. But I guess want what? Guess what? You were at a hundred percent there. Well, mostly, cause I know you probably ran out to do estimates and you come right back, Correct. but now you're a 40% there, but you're a hundred percent there where it matters, which is the end right. of the job. But guess what? That doesn't mean at two o'clock you go there and dip your brush in a can. All right. right. It's just coaching, more, more quality control using that 40 years of experience you got in here. Okay. How long, how long, how much experience? So 25 years, 25 years. Okay. 25 years. So using that experience that you have in here, 25 years, and you need to give that to his name was Devin. You said, Yes, Devin and Jamie. You need to give that to Devin and make him better. All right. Hey, man, you should probably do that. Hey, man, can you help me do this? And, and I know you're not the type of guy to just point fingers. Work right. with me here. Let me show you how to do this. Let me let me get them better. You're in a growth period right now to make your team empower these guys to be better and to be individuals and to be trusted. And, and, and your job yeah. is, to, is to be the coach and the supervisor. You'll feel that same level of control. It's going to be hard not to go up there and, and speed the job up, but they mm -hmm. have got to learn. And you got to, hey, guys, we should have done this differently. We should have done that differently. We should have done this this way. Let me show you how to do this. Guys, this is our standard here. We have to do that. 
Okay. And then you're with the customer at the end of the day. Hey, how'd the guys do? Oh, they did great. They're awesome. You're going to build confidence every time you do this. And then it's going to be like, wow, this is nice. You know? Yeah. And if you got to scratch that itch, you should be painting the outside of your house. You know what I'm saying? You, gotta, you know what I'm saying? I already, already did that. You know? You know, you gotta, if you got to do I it, I actually man. did step away, and then that was what I did when I stepped away. You know, you got to scratch that itch, dude. Just have one room in your house that you just continuously work on. Just change the color every two weeks. You know, if you got to do it, you know, it'll be, it'll be, the, it. it'll be your, your place of, you know, peace. I know what painting gives you, you know, for me, if I'm, if I'm painting like my bathroom, just chill out, man. You do your painting, whatever. But separate that from your, you're running a business. A Understood. business is a living, breathing organism. However you look at it, your business at this moment is either growing or dying. What would you say your business is doing right now? Is it growing or dying? I'm thinking, I'm going to say growing. You um, think so? How is it growing? I, or I'll, I'll, let me say this. Maybe I'll change that to existing. Um, there's, no, there's no in between, bro. I'm being honest. Yeah. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. No, you're, you're, that's I'm, why I'm, I'm telling you, I need you to hear this because it's very important. It's either dying, which means no money is coming in or it's growing, which means money is coming in. That's, that's it. I mean, well, we have money coming in. You have know, money we coming are in. We're profitable. But I'm um, talking right now in this moment, in this moment in time. And it's important for you to grasp this concept because right now you at this moment in time should be doing estimates and right. you should be marketing. And you should be networking, right? That's what brings money in, okay? Mm -hmm. And when you're in the brush, yes, or is a check due from a customer last week? Sure, but that was growth on that day, right? That was, you know what I'm saying? So it's just yes. important for you to understand, like you are the person that can water the business. And whatever you are doing throughout the day is either going to make the business grow or it's going to make the business die. Right now in my business, I have, I have my supervisor. He has four estimates this morning. Is my business growing or is it dying in this moment without me there? It's, it's growing, growing. Yeah. because he's, because eventually out of those four estimates, we're going to get a sale. One out of four, will get a sale. Okay. So a, another job is being added to the pipeline. Now, if he wasn't doing estimates today and I didn't, I don't do estimates. If, if that wasn't the case, Okay. Would my dying. business be growing or yeah. I'm dying, right? I'm dying right. because we're just fulfilling the jobs that my guys are doing are just fulfilling the promises made in order to grow. Okay? okay, that's all they're doing. Fulfillment is not growing. Painting jobs is not growing. Okay. So anytime that you find yourself painting, just know the more you do that, your business is declining. Dying. Yeah. It's declining. Okay. The more you're out doing estimates, your business is growing. Now, when you get to an, a place where you can step back. And have somebody else do that, which I believe at one point it should be Jamie. He should, he should move. We've actually already talked about that. So that is in the plan. I believe it. But guess what? You're, you're not in a position where you're full-time estimates. So you can't put right. somebody in a position of, uh, of growth that you haven't yet mastered yourself. Cause you won't, right. you won't, you won't know how to teach him. You won't know how to say, Hey, this is what you do at this time during the day. These are the follow-up calls you need to make this time of the day. Do you understand? Yeah, understood. So after this conversation, you should be hard pressed to ever paint again in your business. And I know okay. that's hard, but I'm being honest with you. I want you to succeed. It's not, it shouldn't be too hard for me really, because um, like, that's what I want. I don't want to be painting. I yeah. don't want to be on You've the jobs every day. Yeah. That's how I feel. I yeah. feel like I've done enough. I just need to learn how to get this more administrative side to me and, and, and stuff like that. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about what happens when you leave that job and, and 
the time that you go back to the job. And that's in the beginning, because I have a feeling that you're going to build so much trust with Jamie and, mm-hmm. and, and just know, I don't go to my jobs anymore. I have two jobs running every day. I never go. I trust my supervisor to do a checklist once the customer's done and I call the customer. Okay. So I have quality control, you know, from afar, which yes, I'm a different business owner. You might want to be that person that shakes the hand and and does all that. I love that. Do that. But just know that it's possible to maintain quality and distance. Just communicate. It's all about communication. Okay. Phone, email, text, call Jamie. Again, you have the golden egg, my friend. You are closer than 80% of the people that are in this position that I help. You have Jamie, man. This guy's great. You have to empower this person, bro. So let's talk about two to eight. What do you do between two to eight? I mean, sorry, eight to two. What do you do between eight to two, right? So the power of a business owner is your time. And it all has to do with your scheduling, right? Your scheduling is important. You get a phone call. Tell me how you go about scheduling jobs. What, is that, what does that look like? Um, you know, normally I'll just, yeah, I, honestly, it's almost like winging it. You know, I, I know what if I already have stuff lined up for certain times, you know, and I just try to fit new customers into a time slot where I don't necessarily have anything. Okay, so now you have parameters, all right? Parameters say, you are not going to allow an estimate to occur before nine o'clock. Why? Because okay. from eight to nine, you are communicating with the customer. And remember, some jobs last longer than a few days, bro. So ultimately, you're going to have control by being there the next morning to see what they did the day before if you didn't make it. You know what I'm saying? So right. you're going to find that balance. But again, parameters allow you to protect your time. So again, if somebody calls you and says, hey, hey, what's the earliest you can come tomorrow? Chances are you would say, well, eight o'clock. Well, now it's nine because you know at eight to nine, you have a, a responsibility to go to the job in the morning, set the guys up, make sure everyone's happy. Then you go. You see what right. I'm saying? Yeah. So you're protecting your schedule because remember what I said, you have a bunch of hats to wear. So from eight mm. to nine, your supervisor. From nine to one, your salesperson. Do you see what I'm saying? Right, yeah. So your time is the most important thing of this entire operation. So again, so right now you're only taking estimates from nine to one o'clock. That's it. Right. Is that going to be hard? Um, It shouldn't. If I make, if I'm listening to what you're saying and I take it in, it's not going to be hard. You know, Um, you direct, you direct the ship when it comes to customers, do not give them the ability to dictate your schedule. I mean, come on, you know, oh, I can only, yeah, I'm guilty of that. Well, you can't because they're not, they, they, you, you can't do that. Like so important. It's like, no, unfortunately we only do estimates between nine and one. Is there a day this week that works? Oh, I need an estimate tomorrow. Unfortunately, we only do estimates nine to one. Is there a day that maybe can we do Saturday? If you really wanted to go do the estimate, I'll do Saturday for you. Nine to one, just to keep your parameters. The minute you break that, that's a system, right? So we talk about developing systems. That's your system, nine to one estimates, because you know from two to four or whatever parameter you create that works for you, you know that that's your Stick time to, to go and, and touch the job, okay? And eventually, like I said, you're going to get comfortable with this, and then you can open up your schedule for more estimates. You might say you are only going to go to the job on the first day and the last day. If it's a three-day job, guess what? Your schedule opens up Tuesday for estimates at whatever time. Right. Right? So- how do we fill up our schedule with estimates? Marketing. We got to get our name out there. Okay. All right. Again, if you got nothing to do throughout the day, what are you going to want to go do? 
I want to, I want to continue to grow everything about the business. So that's what I'm going to do. No, I'm just saying Um, before it was probably just go to the job. Right. You know, definitely. Yeah. So we don't want to do that anymore. So we got to fill up our schedule with, with leads. So you told me you got a, I just want to tell you what type of return you got. Just so you know, in the stock market, you know, 8% returns pretty good, but you, you made, uh, so you sold about 24, 34,000 worth of work. Um, so that brings you a gross. Um, so 34,000, you said you spent 4,500. Correct. So you have a gross profit of 29.5. And then we divide that by, um, we divide 4,500 divided by 29.5. And that says that you got a 15 times your investment. Okay. Now, I don't know, but it was a big return. All right. So right. I'm not good at fast math. I would need some time to calculate that. <laughs> yeah, all no, I know is, all I know is you made way more than you invested. Okay. Correct. That is a good return. You should do it every day. Right. So, so home advisor, Angie's list. And I like that you tracked it. That, that says a lot about, you know, your organization, but guess what? In the same way that it's always good to be hiring in terms of collecting potential employee information. It's always good to generate leads. Even though you're busy, there's a feedback loop that occurs of, or excuse me, there's a time frame that occurs of some people are just canvassing for painting contractors. So, you know, you should be working a pipeline right now of people that have requested lead information a month ago that aren't quite ready, but now they're ready. You know what I'm saying? So that's some time during your day. So let me ask you this. What does your organization look like and how many jobs are in the pipeline? Um, right now we, you know, we have four jobs that are booked, you know, they're scheduled and everything. And I have two estimates that I've gone on. I have to actually send, you know, the price over to them Okay. and three more estimates to go on. Okay. So you have three estimates scheduled. You have two estimates that you need to send the proposal to. Correct. Okay. And then you have three jobs in the pipeline and are they, uh, do you have any holes in your, in your schedule right now to where those three jobs are kind of spaced out or what is the next? Um, no, so the jobs that are already booked, you know, they're, they're going to fill up the weeks, you know, there's no day in between or anything like that. Good. And remember, you're only keeping two guys busy. So ultimately you're only probably bringing in from my experience, probably four to six grand a week in gross sales. Yeah, sounds yeah, yep. So about four to six grand. Okay, now let's talk about that. Reality: of the situation is, if you add yourself to this, to the, to the, um, to the jobs, you know that you're going to be able to fit certain jobs into the schedule because you put certain days on certain jobs. Is that correct? Yes. So these jobs that you have scheduled, you have two guys. Is it one job per week? Um, usually is, but, um, these are a little bit smaller jobs, you know, so it'll be, we will do multiple jobs in a week. You're going to do multiple jobs, but you said there's only three jobs. So can you kind of break uh, there's, down? There's four, I have four jobs. I believe it's, I okay. have a pop, you know, I got a popcorn seal on removal. Um, that's going to take two days. Okay. Um, I have a job at sea aisle that I got coming up. That's going to be another two days. Okay. So that, and that's with me on the job though. That's, that's with me counting myself on the job. Gotcha. So how many days, how many, 
what type of job is that next one? It's uh, two popcorn removals. Oh, you have two popcorn removals. Right, two okay. two popcorn removals. All right. And then um, another one is three – got to roll three bedroom walls. Okay. And two, two bathrooms, a living room, and a kitchen. So that'll be uh, – if, if I leave just the two of them on there, it'll probably be about five days. Well, four days. Four days? Four five days. Mm-hmm. Three, oh, three bedrooms, two bathrooms. Oh, okay. Three bedrooms, two bathrooms. Gotcha. I thought you said three walls and a bedroom. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. It was, it was right. just, right. It's so, just the walls. So if it's just them, you're thinking four days, right? Mm-hmm. And then those are the, and you said there's one more job? Um, yeah, there's one more job. I, it's actually a bigger job, and that's on the main line of Pennsylvania. Okay, and, what are you guys uh, doing there? So I got that right now marked at 150 hours of labor. Um, okay. So that's pretty much a majority of the house, actually, that's okay. getting done. So, so I see that you said three weeks. So that's a five-day job, you think? The one on the main line? Yeah. Uh, no, that'll probably, if it was three of us, it'd probably be a seven, seven or oh, eight-day okay. job. Seven or eight-day job, okay. And so, if it was two, obviously, it'd yeah. be more. So next week you got... All right, so the two popcorns, you didn't sell painting on top of these popcorn removals? Yes, I'm going to be doing the painting as well. Okay, they're so they're really got, small ceilings. Gotcha. Know? Okay. And then, all right, so I just kind of wanted to understand, you know, where you're at. So the first thing is, you know, I talk about, I talk about predictability and scalability a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you're going to create a system, you need, and, and another reason why control is important for you is because taking on popcorn removal, you're probably taking on other sorts of jobs that require a certain level of skill set, right? right? We only take on ceilings, walls, trim, and doors, right? So my system is so cookie cutter that I never feel like I need to be there. Let me ask you, if I'd said, you know what, we're going to take a hundred door cabinet job next week, I would feel that need to be there, right? right? Somebody can call me and say, Tanner, I will give you 10 grand next week to do a cabinet job. I would say, no, thank you. 100%. Somebody can prank call me and try that if they want. I will say no. And, it's, yeah. and the reason why is, is because that's going to cause me to have to go and, and be a, an overseer of my system, which you see what I'm saying? You're right. So, no, yeah. So you're a painting company and you're doing popcorn removal. That's an issue. I see that right there. That's a major issue. It's not that profitable. It's very time consuming and it causes Jamie to have to think way too hard and work too hard. Okay. Got it. It's probably one of the reasons that you have to go to the jobs because you want to make sure it gets done right. All right. Marketing protects you because if you use a company like Angie's list, what do they allow you to do? Pick what type of jobs you want. Correct. So you're not going to have to worry about taking whatever word of mouth comes your way because you think that that's giving you, you know, work. What it's doing is it's making it harder for you to, to create a profitable system because word of mouth is, is anything and everything. Oh, do they install closets? Oh, okay, cool. The market doesn't care. They just know that you're a good worker. So it, they'll find anything for you to do. And then if you have nothing in the pipeline, you're, you're going to do yes. it. Yes. You're going to do it. Right. So yes. the problem of, of what you're doing, you need to, you need to niche down. If you're really going to actually take my advice and do it, you, oh, can't take any, it. you can't take any more of these popcorn jobs. Say no, say, Hey, get somebody to remove it. We'll come paint it. Okay. There you go. Right. So you're going to need a good painter. So once they're done removing it, call me and we'll, 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 we'll take care of the painting for you. Right. Let somebody else do that. Let somebody else do the drywall repair. Let somebody else do the wallpaper removal. Let, I got a whole wallpaper removal request yesterday. It would have been a 
$12,000 job to remove all this wallpaper and paint. All right. Get somebody to remove it. Well, call me when it's done. Okay. Because I don't want to put number one, my guys in a position of uncertainty, which creates a rift in our system. Number okay. one. And number two, I don't want to have to go there and deal with any issues of working on a foreign object. All right. Okay. That's it. Plain and simple. You got to create a system and your marketing is what allows you to do that. Okay. Good marketing. Right. So again, the beauty of these companies, Angie's List, Thumbtack, Home Advisor. Okay. The beauty, you get to select what comes into your world. And if you don't get that, you get your money back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It makes total so, sense. So I'm going to give you a plan of action here. It's a three-step plan. Okay. And this plan of action, I just want you to have something concrete to take with you. I know we, we talked about a lot and I could go on. We could go on for the next two hours, man. I really right. would love to maybe do this again. If, if you'd be interested with some of this. Absolutely. Help. I'm learning. I'm learning. So good, I, good, I, good. I, I definitely will be up for it. Cool. So plan of action. Number one for the next two weeks, challenge yourself. Do not pick up a paintbrush or get your hands dirty on a job. Okay. You have to do it. Or you're going to be 20 years older doing the same thing. Your bones are going to be hurting. And you're going to be wondering if you're going to have enough money to retire. This is how serious this is, man. I'm, I'm being that serious. My dad, no, has, I, my father has you. nothing. My father has nothing set up for retirement. He's painted his whole life. He was a technician. He's got nothing, no assets, nothing. And his body is deteriorating. Okay. Yeah, I get Major it. Issue. Major issue. So you can't do this anymore. Empower Jamie. Okay. You need to create structure. So plan of action. Number one is to create structure in your company and to empower individuals to take ownership of their jobs. Okay. That's let them take ownership of the jobs. You take ownership of the business. Right? Gotcha. Let yeah. them, let the, everyone has to own their own job and, and everyone comes together and creates a really good product. You need to have a conversation with Jamie. I think you should pull him in here after this and you say, listen, man, I've been messing up, dude. I haven't allowed yeah. you to grow. Okay, so here's how Already we're going to approach in a plan. this. Here, here's how we got to approach this, man. I'm no longer going to be on the job. I'm done. You got this. I trust you. You're my best friend. I'm sorry it took me so long to come to this realization, but we can grow this thing. I don't even need to talk to you about project management. You're the man, okay? Right. But we got to get Devin on board, okay? We got to get him on board. He's, he, Devin is now Jamie's employee, okay? Right. <laughs> that's how that's got to work. So plan of action number one is to get this team tiered up Okay. To where you have a new role in the company. You are the supervisor. Tell them your plan. One to eight to nine. I'll be there at three to four for an hour, hour, hour. Okay. So right. that's plan number one out of three. Okay. Plan number two, you've got to pay for leads in the beginning. So you can niche down, spend okay. as much money as it takes. You are, I'm telling you, you're starting at zero right now. Okay. All right. You know, set a budget of, of, of two grand for the month. Get whatever leads they send your way, but those leads will be your niche, which is interior, exterior painting. Okay. Probably not exterior right now. It's kind of cold up here. <laughs> yeah, it, is. it got snow on the ground. A little bit of snow, but that's fine. Just, just, and, and you might say, oh, I don't need these leads. Yes, you do. You need them to create a system of production to where, and to where Jamie's not doing popcorn removal one day, wallpaper removal the next day. He's not freaking, probably not, he's not delivering groceries. You know, yeah, <laughs> so get, you don't want to take everything that comes your way. So that's number two. So get marketing in line and, and create a system 
of predictability. Coming okay. Through. And my last plan of action for you, this one might be a little bit challenging. Okay. But your company's used to running with three guys. Am I right? All right. You're missing one. You need to hire today. Okay. I thought I was, you know what? That was actually a question that I was going to ask you at the end of this today. because, um, all right. Sounds good. Today. Okay. And that doesn't mean rush and hire somebody right now, but start the process. No, I, I, no, I get what you're saying, man. Today. And, I want, total and, sense. and what I want right now though, and this is, remember what I said, giving people responsibility and more money is what helps them feel empowered and gets them to buy in to the vision responsibility. Right. Jamie, I want you to be a part of the next hire. I want you to sit in on the interview. Okay. Okay. Cause that's going to be Jamie's employee. Right. So he wants right. to want Jamie to tell you if he likes him, you're not going to mm -hmm. be there. Right. So right. you guys need that third person right now. Okay. And then, and then that's your plan of action. So I think that if you take those three things that I'm giving you, you will see a tremendous difference in your world. And remember, if you operate with the plan of action, number two, where you're getting more marketing, you'll be plenty busy, you know, um, throughout the day, you're not going to have time to be on the job because you're going to get so many leads that you're going to be doing estimates. And then you're balancing that system of sales, marketing, production, sales, marketing, production. Give Jamie the, give Jamie the key, man. That's, that's, the, that's what I have to say for you, man. Was this helpful? Yeah, but yeah, very. Um, I do. I did. I don't know if you remember, but when we previously talked, uh, I was asking if I could get a little bit of advice on that calculator app that you uh, absolutely yes that you absolutely mentioned. So what we'll so, do after this, I'll run through a little tutorial with you um, as we close out on this business breakthrough, and I'll show you how to use the uh, the calculator. All right, sounds good, awesome. man. I appreciate thank your time. You, I really appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, thank you. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at Contractor Coach, and I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email. Find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.